Oh, man, I got the Super Bowl Monday blues. Went a little too hard in the paint yesterday. Good thing we got a new episode of uh, Cross Atlantic Gaming coming hot and fresh for you. Check us out at twitch.tv slash cross Atlantic Gaming. Hit it, Risky. and welcome to episode 142 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week is a man with some fun face goggles, the Moose. Oh, what's up, dude? I was just uh, <laughs> checking some stuff out in the virtual world real quick. I thought for real, for real, you were going to just put up a virtual desktop and do the whole entire show from within VR. I'm not that savvy yet, but maybe one day. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Well, we will get there. Happy uh, Super Bowl Monday. Whew. I'm uh, $300 richer. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Ooh, ooh. I and lost like $80 on dumb bets, though, so I guess I'm like $200 richer. So I think I'm only $60 poorer, and that seems like it could have gone much worse, I guess. Sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, didn't, do, didn't do too much betting uh, and then watched a Super Bowl that wasn't the most exciting thing I've ever watched. Yeah. It was kind of slow if you weren't, you know, going real hard for one of the two teams. Well, yeah. really one of the teams, I'd say. Just being a bystander was kind of meh. And the commercials also felt kind of meh. Got to feel for the Chiefs fans. I've been to the Super Bowl many times as a Bronco fan, more when I was younger and can't remember and not really show up. But uh, that Seattle Super Bowl sure does still hurt. So I feel you guys. But uh, congrats to Tom. He's got, what, seven rings now? That's Tom, Tommy Seven Rings, that's what they call he's, him now. He, he still looks like he's 27 years old. So he's drinking from the that that well. Nah, dude, he sold his soul to the devil. He's got the most beautiful <laughs> lady in the world as his wife. He's got seven Super Bowl rings and a 20-year career. He's been to 10 Super Bowls. It's ridiculous. And there's that's like the weirdest thing is that there's no end in sight still. <laughs> like right. We, we could be in like five years, be like, well, he's this old now and he's still playing. Dude, it's going to take like a name type injury to set him down. It's insanity. Right. Anyways, that's the football portion of the show. Congrats to the Bucks and the Bucks fans and everybody else. We'll try again next year, right? Yeah, buddy. The draft will be the next exciting thing in football. So, Dude, the Broncos, I can feel it. Next year is their year for sure. Yeah, I was feeling the same thing about the Giants, so I guess we'll see where we where we stand. Megan was looking up betting odds, and there were like four teams that had bigger odds than the Broncos to win it next year. <laughs> Giants might have been one of them. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe they were. I know the Jets were up there, that's for sure. Uh, they 100% could have been. Um, all right, so before we get too far into the podcast uh this is a vip episode so we gotta pick a winner for this month's episode so i'm gonna quickly scroll over to the magical box of fun and mystery and then i'm gonna turn down the audio quick so you guys don't all go deaf and i call something else that box what would you call that box no i i i, I oh, refer yep, to yep, yep, yep. yeah gotcha yep. <laughs> All right, so we're going to click the box and see what name pops out, and that person has won $20 or 25 Who knows? Some amount of money. I'll get a hold of you, and we'll figure it out then. Here we go. Getting real loose here. Always. <laughs> All right, Blade. Nice. Congratulations to you, good sir. You've won. Congrats. The drawing. I'll reach out to you shortly after this podcast. Actually, maybe I'll give you a couple days so you can be all surprised when you listen to it yourself on Tuesday. Because I think yeah. he actually does unless, listen right on Tuesdays. So, Unless somebody spoils it for you in Discord. Come on, guys. Don't do it. Everybody be quiet. Uh, congrats, though, Blade. Um, if you're not yeah, familiar. Yeah, maybe he can uh, put that towards some VR games because I heard his wife is interested in getting him a VR headset. Hey, he's like, how much does that thing cost? Is it worth it? How much fun is it? My wife needs birthday ideas. Easy. There we go. So hopefully we'll put that money towards some uh, fun VR shenanigans. Maybe come hang out with, with some of us in in the VR, in the VR world. Yeah. Get some dubs. Get some dubs. Speaking of dubs, Moose, 
another yes, week sir. in gaming. You've been hopping into some VR. Finally, you did it. I did it. How do you feel? You got yourself an Oculus Quest 2. I did. And I'm still like in the toe dipping phase for sure. Like just trying to figure it all out. And I only can do this at like, I would say maybe an hour at a time. Because I am like, they say that I have a brain injury from a car accident that I had two years ago, almost three years ago. ago. They say that it takes three to five years for him to heal. So I get a little bit of sensory overload after a certain amount of time. But uh, I'm loving it, you know, as far as I can stay into it. And everybody that I've thrown it on loves it as well. That's what we had a few people over uh, for the Super Bowl. and um, They hadn't experienced VR in any capacity. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, you guys got to try this out. There's this game called Richie's Plank Experience, I think is right. the name of it. It's just it's just an experience. You literally walk into an elevator, take a floor up 50 stories or whatever, and then there's a plank um, outside of the elevator, and then you literally just walk out on this plank and then fall off the end of it, and yeah, you just fall. That's literally all it is. But two for two, these people walk down on the plank. They turn- fall over no turned themselves around and wouldn't walk off the plank (laughs) one of them was my buddy tyler and before he had come over i was like oh dude i'll have to throw you in my quest too um and make you do this like plank walking thing and he was like well i mean i play a lot of games so i feel like i'll be able to separate like reality and what's going on uh so it shouldn't really be that tough for me like nah dude straight got out to the end of the plank and i was like nope i'm not doing this and then walked back in like for people that aren't experienced with it at all hilarious watching them try to try to walk out in this plank so i definitely suggest that one i've played it i've walked out on that plank once and it was literally when i first got it other than that it's like the number one thing i show to everyone um besides maybe something like beat saber which just kind of clicks right. with people easily but yeah just having people walk out on that and just watching people not be able to do it and the, I'll be standing next to them during this, and I'll be like, you feel the floor. Like, it's hard tile under you. You hear me. I'm right here. You know that you're in VR in my, like, living room, right? I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm still not doing this. It's so hilarious. But definitely suggest that one uh, if if you're just looking for an experience to, to throw people into. But um, right. what was some of the first stuff you hopped into? I didn't play a ton new this week, so I'll just kind of – Okay. Talk about your first impressions with uh, VR and what you've been playing in there. Sure. Well, I think like you know the the VR game to get kind of like Mario Kart when you get a Switch is uh, Beat Saber. Everybody's got to try it out. It's it's so awesome because essentially it's um, like Guitar Hero, but you're slicing through these cubes that are coming at you with your two wands. Lightsabers. Okay, let's not call them wands. Yeah, they are definitely lightsabers. <laughs> So, yeah, you got a red one and a uh, a blue one. And, you know, I think what red is left, blue is right, and you've just got to slice through everything, and you've also got to duck from side to side and avoid um, objects coming at you. And you get points for combos and um, doing things in a row. And, like, a lot of the levels, if you mess up, then you have to start over. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of like that Guitar Hero thing where if you start strumming the wrong notes long enough, it starts right. making like bad noises and then just shuts the whole song down and it's like, knock down the difficulty or start over. Right. And I've gotten, I think, to like level six or seven and I'm having a great time with it. But it's one of those ones that after about 20, 30 minutes of it, my brain starts playing tricks on me and I start th- <laughs> seeing things backwards. And so... Start hitting the wrong... The yeah. wrong cues and, with the wrong lightsabers. Right. And then once you fail on the same song like six times in a row, it's just like, oh, come on. But luckily, they a lot of them, they give you um, split points. So there's like a level 6A and a level 6B. So if you're getting frustrated with one of them, you can switch over to the other one and um, <clears throat> work on that song. And I, I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. I'm definitely not great at it. But uh, I also picked up uh, Super Hot. And my, one of my buddy's kids, he was like rolling around on the floor, diving, dodging, like doing Superman (laughs) punches from across the room. Like it was hilarious. I'd never seen anybody like get that into VR before, but he got that thing so sweaty, dude. 
Uh, that's awesome. One of the guys that uh, I showed it to was crawling on his hands and knees on that stupid plank. Like <laughs> that would make it easier. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> the things people do when they're in a new environment like this. Just, right. Um, back to beat table for a quick sec. Did, have you tried any of the, um, the three sixty rooms or the one eighty rooms? Not yet. So those are, I, I don't know. It took me a while to figure that out. But like when I would click on a song, one of the options was like one eighty or three sixty. I think that's what it was. Right. Uh, and I finally clicked on one, and then it literally just makes it so you're not just facing forward. Like the track will move over ninety degrees at a time, or like forty five degrees at a time, and you're eventually doing like an entire circle. Uh, super weird, but I didn't know it was an option. You should definitely definitely give that a shot if you haven't tried out any of the full motion Beat Saber right. songs. I want to check out the – there's a multiplayer uh, mode as well, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, I played played it one night with Shopa. That was pretty fun. And it's you just also, like a, a, a team song? Well, it's more like a competitive thing. So oh, okay. You can – Try to beat their score or whatever? You're doing it at like the same exact time. Their track is just a little to the left of you because you can kind of see them in the background doing it. But then in front of you, uh, it'll tell you what position you're in the entire time. So like if your score is higher, it'll say you're in first. And then if you drop behind, it'll say second. Uh, okay. So you're kind of just playing against each other. And then if they get knocked out because the song's too hard or they mess up enough times, they just have to watch you. So like their track shuts down and then it's the focus is just on you. So it, that's it, awesome. It's kind of cool. Uh, eventually, we found out because I was at a little bit higher of a level uh, when he first started. Um, so we would play. If I went to a song on like expert, he could put it in no fail mode so that he could play the entire time and not have to like right. go um, or not go out and like watch because that's not fun. So right. that that option is there. Um, but yeah, Beat Saber is awesome. It is, and uh, I also. Uh, figured out how to watch TV and stuff on VR. <laughs> yes. Where you, you can through? just like pull up browsers and stuff. So I watched okay. like the third quarter of the Super Bowl yesterday. And essentially it's like your own little theater. Uh, if you've ever been to like a curve screen movie theater, yeah. that's literally what it feels like. It's so awesome. Yeah. The, uh, so you just full screened the browser. The then? CBS feed. Yeah. Yeah. That's... There's also a, a thing that I downloaded called like venues or something. Yeah, that's where you actually and, buy like tickets to sporting events, and they have the VR camera like in a specific seat. Or something. Yeah, there's supposed to be one tomorrow night, a basketball game, and I'm gonna see if I can get like a preview access or something just to see what it's like. Yeah, that's it's pretty crazy. I was, I guess we were kind of talking about it, and I was like, well, it sounds cool like being on the 50 yard line, a couple rows up, but then also that's not like the optimal way to watch the game if you're watching right. it on a screen <laughs> like you kind of no. you kind of want the full thing but as a, a cool idea. season ticket holder for nfl games it's so much better to watch at home to, oh well hey fair enough it is like the experience like first of all i'm spending 100 150 on a babysitter then i'm spending <laughs> whatever i spent on the tickets at the beginning of the season then i'm spending at least another 100 bucks before or in the game on food and beverage Right, and you have to deal with drunk people, and it's not really a great place to take your kids. That's for sure. Yeah, I can see that, especially like having good tickets and being up where like the diehard right. fans are as well. Like, yeah, because I have South Stand tickets in Denver, which you know that's pretty infamous as far as you know stadiums go. Is the South Standers were the diehard people, but they're all yuppified at this point, dude. <laughs> What is they it? made the price the price point on tickets so high that you know it kind of weeds out a lot of the the Who other gets... demographics, but people still go there and get blasted. That's for sure. Right. So yeah, maybe not the best place for your kids to be hanging out. Oh well, yeah, we usually try to take them to like one game a year against you know either we're going to get blown out or they're going to get blown out. So so it's not a waste it, of a ticket. Not just a waste of a ticket, but see, people seem to be a little more mild mannered and. You know, uh, okay. When you know either that or preseason, like I remember in my twenties, I don't remember a preseason game because it was just a a booze fest, basically. <laughs> Why not? Leave at halftime and go to the casinos type deal. So if you could just do some like tailgating in your own driveway and then go inside and watch the game there, it's best case scenario. Yeah, dude, I smoked uh, ribs and made um, pork green chili the day before because I had a buddy come over and his daughter had a sleepover with mine, blah, blah, blah. 
But uh, so I had a, sh- a bunch of food left over, and I literally just had like Super Bowl food all day. I ordered pizza, so it was good. It was a nice relaxing day. Yeah, dude, that's just good food and friends and sports. So, what more could you ask for? Yeah, but VR is awesome. Um, it Isn't- and you can. It's cool because the the way that speakers work you can still hear things around you yeah the built-in speakers they're uh and they're like pretty solid too I yeah feel like. for sure um but like you said yeah they don't actually like go over your ears it's coming out of the actual headset um and it's close enough to your ears obviously that when you turn it up pretty loud like it's pretty loud as well oh yeah um it's also loud for everyone around you though i will say that uh, <laughs> if you're playing beat saber yeah. as loud as you can uh, uh, 10 feet away from somebody they could hear everything uh very clearly it's uh quite do you have a chromecast yeah that's what we predominantly we use the youtube tv chromecasts so yeah we have some so do you throw your um quest 2 to the tv then yeah yep i need to go pick one up i meant to do that over the weekend and just never got around to getting one they also so like if you have a laptop up or something and you go it's literally like oculus.com slash cast right. or something you can cast to or, so even if you have like a web browser on your tv uh i think okay. i think you could do it that way um or through the oculus i can app cast it to phone. my phone oh, uh, that's couldn't? what i've been showing people how oh, it works you know? okay yeah uh, and that's nice because if somebody's in it, if you go into the phone app, you can actually start the cast from your phone instead of trying to have somebody set it up through the actual uh, headset. So if I wanted to show people when someone else was on it, I would just bring up the phone and do it that way instead right. of trying to navigate a new person through casting it through the actual quest. Right. Yeah, because you can do everything from your phone that you can do with the VR headset on, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. Start up new games for people. Um the casting yeah it does you can download games from there all all right. that it's pretty pretty decent app for sure so well let's talk pop one real quick oh the battle royale yeah buddy so does, we've recently oh, been hands-on with the <laughs> sorry about that what was that did you hear that no I, some random guy came in and started talking about population one <laughs> yeah, that chocolate came back real quick <laughs> uh so yeah, Population 1, the battle royale of all battle royales. When you forget Dude, to mute game. the YouTube video. My bad. Oh, this game's awesome. Right, and is it and... tough to actually explain it to someone until they're in it? Like me trying to sell you on a battle royale game in VR, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, it makes sense, sure. But once you're in there, it's just completely different. And the lobbies pregame. Oh, God are so toxic well maybe that's just lewis but mainly jeez dude <laughs> they so that's the thing about this game like nowadays when you're playing multiplayer games by yourself i feel like a lot of people just opt out of having any type of interaction or like using audio at all or like game chat but yeah when i get into these pregame lobbies literally it's just all 18 people just yelling at each other and doing all sorts of obscene things um, yes. Yeah. Think what you would do with VR hands. And that's being done everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Ronan said games have added the feature to mute the entire lobby, which is great. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see that being can beneficial. You mute hand gestures? Yeah. Can, can I just turn off <laughs> the people that are violating me when I'm just trying to sit in this lobby by myself? <laughs> Oh, VR is a weird, scary place. So that's the thing. The the demographic uh, age-wise in these games is huge, I feel like. You got, like, 50-year-old dudes playing it, and then you also have, like, t- 10-year-olds probably. And some right. of the vulgar stuff you hear over here is right next to the, the children you hear talking over here. It's just it's a, it's a dangerous place to be, folks. It's a good place for kids to learn things, huh? All sorts of things, yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're around Waterloo. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we got a couple couple W's our first night. We did. Right? We got, what, like two in we got two. an hour or so? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, how did but It's you... only, what, it's only 30 people, 35, something like that? It's only 18. 18, there It's we only go. Six, six teams. So. Six, six trios. Yep. Um, how'd this one feel for you? I know that you said you're... Beat Saber kind of takes a, a toll on your brain eventually. Um, yeah, this one, um, it, it's 
definitely it feels a lot better than Beat Saber as far as you know the brain goes. But I was feeling a little disoriented when I took it off, kind of like you know when you've been on a boat all day, and then you have yeah. like sea legs and you're back on the ground, but it still feels like the ground's moving. Hurts it's kind of how I I felt for like 15 or 20 minutes afterwards. Even when you just said that, it made me think of those giant long. Uh, standing escalators at like airports when you're just yeah. standing on them and you finally hit the ground and you're just expecting to move. Keep moving. And you're like, wait, I have to put like, effort oh, into God. this. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Um, so, but it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It, you know, it takes the tutorial and then probably two or three games of acclimation to get used to it. But then, you know, I'm not to the climbing status that you are or anything. Dude, Risky can climb up anything like a spider monkey. It is crazy. It's it's my only workout for the week, so I figure I get my mountain <laughs> climbers in during VR. So I'm trying to get good at that. Yeah. He's putting in work climbing up to the towers <laughs> to get our – he's our, our spotter. Just the scout up there. And then when I'm out of breath for the actual gunfight, I'm sorry. Sorry about it. I can't make the yeah. call-outs when I get to the top of the skyscraper <laughs> because a, I'm out of breath. Yeah, <laughs> there. Oh man. Um but it's fun. You have what pistols, shotguns, long rifles, SMGs and ARs, right? Yeah, I feel I feel like it's pretty much everything. Um the only thing yeah, it's kind of lacking grenade. on is a, a range of lethals and tactical uh grenades. Yeah. You have one standard no like frag grenade and that's it. So I I wonder if they'll add like flashes at some point cuz I I feel like that would probably be pretty easy or that might be like overwhelming to the senses. I have no idea like how that would feel in VR to have like a loud ringing noise and a, your screen just flash white in your face in VR. So, Oh yeah. I don't think I would like that at all. Oh, but that's also the point of it. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they'll ever add anything like that or like claymores. So, I feel like could yeah, be a thing. giant ringing tone in your ears. So you can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That would be awful. It's like 10 seconds of ringing. So you can't hear your teammates or anything either. Yeah, or they're just sounds just muffled. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh crap! I have no eardrums for the rest of this game. I have to use hand signals. Yep. Um. So yeah, that guy just fragged himself in the video. I think that happened to Lewis. We were getting, we had a team coming in, and I just hear him yell, "Oh my god!" And then I looked down at the kill feed, and it was Lewis, and then a grenade, and then Lewis's name. And I was like, you just blow yourself up with a grenade? He's like, you should have seen the flight path of this grenade. It bounced off one little thing. And I was like, well, that's going to happen. You throw the grenade at one little thing, it's going to bounce right back at you. So, yeah, he killed himself. But They're kind of bouncy. They are kind of bouncy in this game. But it's also fun if you climb up somewhere high and then you fly down just dropping a grenade down at people. It's like a mortar strike. A lot of fun. All right. But, Does it have time to hit the ground before it blows up? Uh, you can't be too high. Um, okay. But, yeah, can still be done nonetheless. Um, yeah, great game. Glad you're, uh, glad you're having fun with it. We're going to have to play a little bit more pretty soon here, I think. So, yeah. And then, um, like I said, I bought Super Hot. I'm not sure if I like that game or not, but I'm going to keep playing it. Well, remember, it's two hours, two hours and two weeks. Within two hours and within two weeks, and you can return it. Uh, right, and that's what I was thinking about doing and getting that other game, the beat-based shooting oh, game. Oh, Pistol Whip. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take Pistol Whip over that. I'd probably take Pistol Whip over a lot of rhythm games. It's right okay. up there with Beat Saber for me. It's like a mix of Beat Saber and Super Hot, so it's pretty nice. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I just didn't like the nothing moves until you move. like. Which is the whole core the concept of that game, so right, if that's exactly. not up, up your alley, I don't know. So, I don't know. I'm enjoying that. And then I'm really intrigued by that uh, Brick Breaker game where oh, you're right. in a paddle and it's like 360 degrees around you and you're trying to break all the bricks. Yeah. I haven't that played like that yet. Fun it looks and a good workout. It looks awesome. And there's also like what they have a daily deal every day that they put a game on sale for 10% off or whatever. Yeah. So, so I'm always just looking at that, and then that's when I'll usually make a purchase if something's on sale. Yeah, I check that almost every day. It's worth looking also, um, a fun little tip here, is that if you look in the the Rift store as well, the Rift S store, um, uh-huh. some things are cross-buy. 
So like if population okay. one was on sale for 20% off in the rift store, if you bought it there because it's cross by, um, you'd have it on your quest as well. So you can check the deals on uh, the rift store as well, but then you have to just have to make sure that they're cross by. So it can actually be shine, played here. Shine saying uh, his kid would love doing this. There is a, a thing on the box. It's what 13 and up. So which I let I, an 11 year old play it, but you know, I can, I'm not I can see the my 13 kids play up. it yet. I, I also just like with how, until you're like a full-sized person right it's kind of heavy on your face i feel like it's heavy and it might just not look great for younger kids because of uh how far apart the actual lenses are like if their eyes are too close together yeah uh, because you only have three settings right it might just look like blurry and bad anyways but yeah i can understand it having a a little bit higher of a age four or whatever so yeah, um, VR is awesome. I'm gonna keep playing it. And there's like videos I've been watching about like there's some new thing called like Quest Lab or something, and it's like a APK games and pro- apps type program that so you don't have to have a side launcher anymore. Yeah, that literally right after trying to get Lou and Shopa and I, you, even the thing I sent you, I sent you that little guide thing had uh, right instructions on how to sideload stuff through an app called SideQuest. well in between then and now oculus put out a little like a side literally literally a sideloading store uh within right. the actual quest uh so and, and, but I, I think it's only compatible with certain games at this point okay. but, but still it's awesome that they're uh having that app be just put in the normal oculus store because it's going to be so much easier for people to find and then some of those games that haven't made it uh to the actual oculus quest store you can get them through this side loading what is it what is it actually called uh app or quest lab quest i think lab okay so yeah that's yeah, I uh that's what it's called. i did hear about this i haven't used it yet because i've just been hooking up my uh quest to my pc to side load stuff for now but right uh, making that process easier for people that's that's awesome I checked out Netflix. You have like a cozy living room <laughs> yeah. type setting. The lodge up in the it. mountains. Yeah. Watch the, the movie or TV show above the fireplace. I was thinking like if I was a kid in college and just wanted some peaceful alone time, how much, how nice the quest would have been back then. Right. Like I just want to sit here and pretend I'm at a lodge by myself with my headphones in watching some Netflix. Just perfect, no doubt. Perfect little getaway. But, um, I don't think I've really dabbled in much more uh, VR stuff this week. Other than that, the only thing I've been really playing is I've been playing a decent amount of Desperados. I probably got oh nice four or five hours in it at this point. Okay, really enjoying. I think I'm on like the second level. Okay, yeah, you have the opening tutorial level, and then I think it. Yeah, I beat that one, and then I beat the one with the railroad guy. Yep. Okay. So then I'm on to the next one. So I only have two characters so far. Yeah, I think from the trailer, it looks like you get five eventually. I think I have four right. or five. Okay. So I'm assuming it's a cool game, get... though. Definitely a different type of game, and it's you know it's not the 99% miss, so I'm good. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> it's a straight-up stealth game. Love it. Um, anything else you wanted to touch on for VR now that we're a VR podcast? and. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to be uh, cross-reality gaming here soon. Oh, my God. It's perfect. Right, yeah, we could literally do the whole show from inside our VR. Like I tried, I, I don't know how. <laughs> nope, we'll figure it out. Um, um, no, but I uh, am working on Fortnite Battle Pass. Got me a couple wins. All right. Well, just laying around watching football and you playing on the stuff. Switch. Yeah, for sure. I can't nice. hang with the Xbox folks. Fair. Can you? You can turn oh, yeah. off crossplay. Do you know? I don't know, dude. I, they feel like they're way easier to play on the Switch, that's for sure. Oh, so maybe it, it defaults to just Switch users right, or something? Unless you I, join I'm not sure. a party yeah. with somebody else or something. Right, and then it would go to... If somebody's on PC, I'm assuming it would go to PC for, for, for all of it. So Yeah, I think I'm close to like level 60 now, and I just like do a daily. There's like three dailies to do that are worth like 20,000 XP. And then I do the like location challenges and look them up on the internets and drop and do whatever I got to do there. And then I just work my way in from there and 
I'm, I'm having fun with it. I don't build, so yeah. the only way time I build is to get to chests that are you know above me or whatever. Shine said there's a Valentine's Day or, or Valentine's event coming up. Right. Yeah, I saw that uh, while I was looking for news today, so might have to check that out. There's some kind of event that was going on over the weekend. Oh, it was a Mandalorian bounty hunter type event, but I never checked it out. I just played the regular game. That's pretty sweet. Fortnite always always doing something fun. Dude, I wish I liked that game. More than you can handle, for sure. I, I believe it. <laughs> Population 1 has had a event going on for... I think it was like a month long and then I finally played like a couple nights worth and got the whole it was only like four weapon skins but got those done in like 10 games or something. So that, oh, nice. that was done super quick. Uh but that's Is still, it over now? Um I don't know. It was maybe, still going on the other day when we played. I yeah, maybe that. like February 10th feels that's the date that's in my head. I'm not sure though. I need to check it out then. It's nice. Very nice. But, so, oh, yeah. I think, look, I think that's of, about it for games, bro. Good, good deal. Uh, but quickly, while we're talking about battle passes, I hopped into Warzone. I don't, I don't know, like a week ago or something, and I was like, "When does this season end?" Because I filled out that battle pass right way too fast, apparently. And there was still like twenty days left in the season. This is after not playing for a while. And I was like, "What is taking so long?" And um, or is it just me forever. being an absolute garbage monster when that season first started? It's probably that, but yeah. Well, it seems like anytime Megan wants to play, that's what you guys are playing. So that's true. It's not she doesn't ever. Your fault. I was like, because uh, Jesse, Prince of Cats, was trying to play some Sea of Thieves, and I was like, oh, I'll make right. some uh, like a bunch of nights this week. So I'm sure we can get some time in. And I was like, yo, you want to play some Sea of Thieves? She's like, could we play Warzone? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Message yeah, I think Jesse we tried to play that uh, <laughs> Space Miners one time. She's like, no, let's play Warzone. Yeah, she's a monster. She just likes just like shooting people and nothing else. That's all. So it is what it is. Ciao. But um, all right, before we dive into the news, just quickly wanted to touch on uh, Game Pass Roulette. We kind of just talked about it, but the game we're playing this month is Desperados Three. Um, this is a story-driven hardcore tactical stealth game set in a ruthless Wild West scenario. Play smart if you want to succeed. A good plan can make the difference between survival and finding yourself at the business end of a pistol. Let me tell you, it gives you once you finish uh, levels in this um, in this game, it it shows you the amount of times you reloaded, like a save. And when some of these levels are taking me an hour, my reload count is like it, probably close to two hundred. <laughs> so. It's ridiculous. Um, the only thing I will say that's nice though is because obviously uh, this game's super stealth based so you need to not go loud essentially if you go loud you're just completely done um, so as soon as you alert one person you're just restarting yeah. uh, if you get seen you're done exactly um, but the loading and saving like you I think you had mentioned it last week is that they put a timer up if you haven't saved your game in like, in like one or two minutes seconds it starts going right? oh, is it that quickly maybe i've just yeah. stopped noticing it as much um but yeah i'm constantly right before i'm gonna try to do something or like cross a new area or anything like that i'll just quickly save it um, yep the only time that i got bit in the ass which sucked is i beat a level went into a new level and didn't save immediately when i got in there and then lost in that level and then had to start over um, with my new level, with like all the cutscenes and all that, I had to rewatch all that stuff. And then as soon as that was done, then I hit save, so I didn't have to rewatch right. all that stuff. So that was kind of dumb. I just thought it would be like, here is a fresh save that you just started for this new level. Uh, but that wasn't the case. Other than that, though, this game's been uh, a lot of fun for me so far. I haven't played a game like this probably since Mark of the Ninja, as far as um, a good stealth game goes. So. Right, I'm having, that's like I'm having a lot of fun. You, you, Shine, Ladonian, everybody just raves about Mark of the Ninja, and this is on par with that, huh? Yeah, and I wonder if Ladonian's trying this at all, because I know he also loves the uh, Deus Ex games, which are super stealthy games. So uh, this seems like it would be up his alley. So if he hasn't been watching it, or trying to play it, I mean, definitely give it a go. I mean, everyone should give it a go, to be fair. It's yeah. a lot of fun, even if you don't think you're a fan of stealth games. Um, this is a good one. From, from what I can tell so far. 
it's one of the few that's Series X enhanced, you know, on Game Pass right now. So it's a nice looking isometric game for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah, what are we doing next, news? Let's get into some news. All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? We'll just go news because, you know, most of these things I say aren't accurate. (laughs) (laughs) What things have you heard around the internet that involve gaming? Well, uh, good old Randy has been in the news again. Hopefully for good things. Good for him. All right, cool. So Gearbox has been bought by the Embracer Group for $1.3 billion. That's with a B. Couldn't it's understand a lot of it. money. Yeah, but they're going to be, so they say, they're going to be completely hands-off, and they're going to let, let Randy do what Randy do. So they're just going to be owned by name, I believe. Okay. And they're getting a bunch of cash. I was going to say, if anything, they're just going to be making money off it. So I guess that's right. what I'd be looking for. <laughs> yeah, it says Gearbox boss randy pitchford will remain at the head of the studio embracer called arguably one of the most creative and valuable independent developers in the world so they love them some him all right fair um yep uh just another game that got bought by a giant media conglomerate because i believe the embracer group owns a bunch of different studios yeah i think i said it was their seventh seventh something i don't know yeah Pretty soon there's going to be like three studios and that's it. Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Until Xbox huh. buys Nintendo, obviously. Right. Because they're definitely, you know, in the the talks for doing that. I think last time they tried to do that, they got laughed out of the building. Yeah. Ronan Chat said it's $1.3 billion over six years with a mix of cash and stocks. Um, and then I guess the rest comes from milestones if they hit milestones uh, as far as game sales, I would assume. Right. So that's good that they have incentives in their contract so that they can't just make crap like EA did. Right. So, yeah, Gearbox gobbled up by one of the big guys. Randy can do more magic tricks. Buy more <laughs> magic tricks. Uh, whatever I see is news. His name in a headline. That's just the only story that it, my head ever goes to. It's like, what are you oh, really? doing now? <laughs> I think of other things. Tell me about it. Nope, not me. No, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Up next, um, we got uh, E3 news. All right, we going. It's not great news. Let's go. No, we're not going. Well, we are going. But, <laughs> we're all uh, it'll going. Be, it'll be virtually again. So uh, they just went ahead and called it in February that E3 is going to be a digital event. So think of more of the same as last year. Hopefully it'll be a little more organized. Maybe they'll like let Jeff Keighley just do it. Or He seems to know what he's doing when it comes to these type of things. Right. <clears throat> um, so, are they going to be doing like demos and stuff? Like the demos from home or yep. whatever, that kind of stuff? Yep. So uh, previous, cool. the da- the dates are going to be live streamed. Basically, it's going to be over the weekend, the fifteenth to the seventeenth of June, and then you know, there's always a week leading up and a week after that they have events. And so, I just wonder how this. Just be. Go ahead. I wonder how it works with like some of the bigger companies. Well, I mean, you obviously have your companies that have already dropped out of E3. They were dropping out before the whole mm-hmm. coronavirus thing. But it's like, what's the incentive to do this? under the E3 banner. If you're a bigger company, I guess, why not do your own thing? Especially now, if it's just going to be all digital, what's the incentive? Right. Um, and that's what, you know, the, everybody was doing E3 adjacent things when it was still a in-person thing. So yeah, right. You know, so Microsoft had their own studio or uh, theater right across the street from the convention center. I think PlayStation, you know, everybody was basically just renting space outside the convention center to do their own thing. Just nearby. Yeah. Because, well, I feel like EA was the first big one that kind of hopped out of that, but they were still, right. like, the day before E3 started. Uh, and they, Yeah, like they, in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, EA Play was just happening uh, the day before, half a mile down a road, <laughs> down the road exactly. from the actual convention center. So, um, yeah, I, it'll be weird to see what it is, but, I mean, I'm glad there's plans for it nonetheless because people 
will want to um, promote their their newest and greatest things right around that time, uh, right during those three right. days. So as long as you still have that as like a hallmark, like the E3 is still a thing, I think people will continue to announce projects right around that time, which is always an exciting time for all of us. So I like it. Right, and it says they're still allowing uh, partner companies to remotely stream playable game demos to the media across thousands of scheduled meetings. Plus, you know, they're going to be putting out demos um, for us to check out, kind of like they did last year, which I think is better because, you know, more people get their hands on them. But I found out that I don't think I really like demos and betas and stuff. I'd rather get the half-baked game on release day. (laughs) Jesus. Uh that's so backwards. <laughs> it is true. Instead of trying it, seeing if I like it, and then purchasing it, I'm gonna buy it, and then figure yeah, out if I like it. Well, it's a but half. You got to say sixty to seventy-five percent of the time you play a beta, the game that you actually play when you buy it is nothing like it. I mean, or it's exactly like it, and I just expected them to do more, but between right. the beta time and the release time, you're gonna be disappointed either way. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I should just let them take their time with whatever they have. And, you know, I kind of know whether I'm going to be in or out on a game unless it's uh man eater. Cause wow. How are you going with that game? Great dude. It's still downloaded. Um, yep. Right. You're the worst still downloaded. So, but yeah, they say that they plan on having programming running from 10 AM to 10, 10 PM Eastern. Um, all three days. So hopefully they have a lot of uh, things to jam in there. The, uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny enough, speaking of these conferences, um, Lou had asked me, because we used to go to, which oddly enough, we went to PAX East the March that coronavirus hit, which thinking right. back on it is kind of you guys terrifying. caused it basically uh, exactly you were the super spreaders for our country <laughs> had to have been um <laughs> but he asked me a few days ago he's like oh are we going to pax this year and i was like, first i was like where have you been lewis do you think pax is happening this year <laughs> uh but then i looked it up and it, they actually did reschedule it for june 3rd um for an actual convention nice but what i said to him was uh there's absolutely no way that this actually happens no uh, way because i still like just it doesn't seem like a thing 2021 is not going to be any different <laughs> than 2020 as far as People giant conventions go concerts and stuff at the in the fall so let's hope that you know they can get vaccines to people and people take them and where the herd immunity at and well, they said like eighty percent of the population has to be vaccinated for it to work. Well, I guess I better do that. Wasn't well, yeah. like new strains now, anyways? So yeah, they're, they're, it, it's the viruses the do they mutate? So cool, 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 cool. That's what like when you get the flu shot every year, they're just guessing on which strain of flu is going to be bad by what happens in New Zealand and Australia because their con- seasons are opposite of us. It's going to continue to hide in my house. Like I've been doing for the last 30 years. Yeah, you play video games. It's just safer for this. <laughs> but training for so, this my whole life. E3 on your couch again. It's always been on my couch, so let's do One it. day we'll get out there to the Californias. One day. Maybe not for E3, though. <laughs> for wilderness retreats. Right. So, yeah. Got good news next. Okay, good. College football is back, baby. Oh, boy. Notice I didn't say NCAA college football. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> it's just EA college football. So how is EA skirting around said, all of this? <laughs> they basically said half the NCAA were going to the schools, getting the licensing from the schools themselves. All right. So still no um, player likenesses or names, anything like that, but – uh, EA said that they're going to keep a close eye on the situation, and if they are able to, they will, you know, cross that bridge when they get to it, and hopefully pay some players. You know, yeah, it just seems like such a mess, and that's why this all stopped being a thing in the first place is because of how big of a mess it is. So, well, it's just ridiculous how it works. It's all politics, and the NCAA makes 
billions of dollars every year off yeah, because they're athletes. amateur because they're athletes. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I and, and they get what a free college education that maybe some of them you do. know the guys <laughs> some some guys definitely take advantage of it, but you know there are, are a lot of these kids that play two years, whatever the minimum is, and get out so that they can you know go play make the sport a living off of their talent. <laughs> right. So why what is the reason that they need to go to college to be a professional athlete? So that that more exposure in colleges can make money. That's the only yeah. reason, dude. No. Yeah. Because don't you need it for certain professional sports? Don't you need X amount of college? Like you need at least a year of college, anyways. Well, out of high school is what they say now. Because a lot of NBA players are skirting that by going to Europe for a year. Oh. Because there's yeah. no reason you need to be a student in order to go play a professional sport. And if they are, they need to have like one year degree programs where they actually teach them the life skills they're going to need as far as like money management. Like how to fill out your taxes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like how to PR, how to stay out of the public eye. Like, you know, the things that would actually be helpful to them so they're not screwing up the first five years of the career and then paying for it for the rest of their lives. Just thinking that there's still no class that's just called real life in school yeah, just like don't be an idiot 101 yeah like just the simple things like fixing a flat tire like that's something they should just teach you in school like how doing to get your car taxes. insurance yeah how to get car like things that people actually use when they when they leave school uh and have to leave their parents house and all that um right most of those things like i, I would have just been taught by my dad and uh, like what are they teaching me in school? Yeah. That's that's more important than some of that stuff. I don't know. The proper MLA format. Great. Because you're going to be writing a lot of uh, thesis-based arguments in professional sports. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, from what I've seen lately, that seems, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's all crazy, dude. But, yeah, Ryan says over in England they do that. Like they have, like the a professional life, life skills soccer teams have clubs where they just raise these kids up. They send them to school. You know, they're basically property of the club all the way till they're old enough to play for the club. I wish I was owned by a club and went to school for a club. Right. Well, they did, like hockey's kind of like that. Because instead of going to like high school, you go play juniors and go to like, Catholic schools and but then they're still teaching you the entire time yeah they just play hockey all the time right so yeah uh, I've almost said NCAA but EA college football is coming back so I just hope they have a mascot game because that was fun I'm just going to be interested like what because if they're trying to stay as far away from having the NCAA involved in this as possible I feel like you can't have anything close to what the students are like. So like Clemson last year, I, this is what I initially had talked about. Like, right. If that game was out last year, would it not be a tall white quarterback with long blonde hair? Like it would just be Get some sunshine under the center there. It would just be some random guy with a random number. It'd be like Bill Smith. Bill, oh, Billy Smith starting <laughs> QB for the Clemson Tigers. Throws to John Sanders. Yeah, or just like the stats and stuff. So if Clemson's right. having a really good year, so they should just have a way bigger stat pool compared to other teams, and like that's how they'll do it or something. I don't know. It's It'll be interesting to see how what that game looks like once we start to see actual gameplay from it and whatnot. Right, and like what as far as the cover goes, you know, are they going to put athletes on it? Because they used to put, what, graduating seniors on the cover so that Did they, they would That's funny. That makes sense. Yeah, so that they wouldn't have any sort of issues with taking money as an athlete. or. Well, speaking you know. of mascots, maybe it's just going to be mascots for the different teams on the cover. Perfect. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Apex is coming to the Switch also. All right. Cool. One so more place for me not to play it? I don't know. Fortnite runs really well, you know? I just meant because I don't play it in general. So this was True. super exciting for me, but cool. Yeah, it comes out in March. What did you say it was? I can't remember now. Uh, March 8th, I believe. Okay. So Somewhere about, a, about a month March from now. March 8th, 
and you may need to uh, clear some space for it because it's going to take up uh let's see fortnite takes 11 and a half gigs this is going to take oh wow 120 no way oh, no, 15 15.2 oh my god you just said 120 and i almost lost my mind no, there's actually switch. below that. It says there's a 128 gig Apex Legends themed micro SD card for sale. Okay, two very. So different I just saw things. the number and said it. Yeah. So what'd you say? 15. Yeah, it's like 15 and change. 15.2. Okay. Seems. So you'll probably have to clear out some space. Um, I got a 400 gigabyte one for Christmas. So. And I'm someone had just up. mentioned. I think it was Kaboski when this story came up uh, in Discord. He said that cross buy and cross play or cross buy and cross progression are enabled now across all platforms nice so that's sweet so, so the battle pass goes across because i i feel like there were some games where what was it it was one of these big games um that apex used to not or is that what it was yeah because on my pc oh between pc and xbox and there were two different accounts okay so good good that they fixed all of that uh before the switch version because I'm assuming a lot of Switch owners are were pumped about this, um, or just people right. who want to play the game portably. Uh, it'll run well, probably as well as Fortnite does. So we hope for sure. Yeah, that's that's the the hope at least at this point. Because the small amount but, I played uh, of Fortnite on Switch, it was it, it played well, if, right? If nothing else, so so we got 28 days and it'll be out because February is only 28 days long, right? True. Because today's the eighth. Yes, sir. Cool. Apex, get you some on Switch. Woo! What's next? Oh, um, the rights to the Wall Street Bets slash GameStop story have been purchased by the guy who made the 21 movie and the social network. So this should be dope. This was When you initially told me this, I was like, how does one buy the rights to something that just happened on the internet? Like, why can't I just make a film about the rise and fall of GameStop stocks? <laughs> <laughs> so they basically went to the guy that's behind the, the subreddit Wall Street Bets. Oh, okay. And said, and we're like, hey, we're going to buy the rights to this story. So you, Tell can't, us how it happened. you can't go to other people and right. give them the story. We need the story. Okay, that makes sense. But he got paid for sure. Yeah. That is uh, quite the quite the story that has Right, and so I would say 2023 was... maybe we'll see this coming out when we can go to the movies again. It doesn't seem like there's that much to really like. It shouldn't be a big giant uh, undertaking to make a make a movie like that. It will mostly just be about a guy sitting at his computer typing <laughs> on Reddit forums. Like, well, no, because I you know the the whirlwind of what a two week span of everything that happened I think is definitely something that should be documented. All right. Yeah. They shook up the whole financial system in no, the United did. States. They did. So, I don't know. I think it's cool. I think this guy that, you know, made that movie from Bringing Down the House, I think it was called 21, and then also The Social Network. Um, he made some good stuff. I, so, say, I like The Social Network a lot. So, cool. I look forward to it. Definitely. Since we lived and, it, we were there. Yeah, buddy, we were there, but we weren't there because I don't have any more money because of it. I, <laughs> I sure didn't make money off GameStop. <laughs> you uh, don't have any more money because of it either, huh? We got out before it was a too big of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, anything else in the news? Mm, probably, but I didn't find it. All right, cool. That's good enough for me. That's always good enough yep. for me. Another another week of hard hitting uh, beat reporting. Woo! Um, one last thing, I guess we I can add. We can add is that the uh, Mass Effect Legendary uh, had their first trailer for that actually come out. So what? So if you want to watch that short <laughs> clip of what that game is going to be, you can check it out on YouTube where all the rest of those types of things are. I sure do love you. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, it's when I'm not thinking of it, and then you just bring it up, and I'll just. Dude, it's like a hot iron on my head every time I hear it. It's just like. Trailer. There it is. There's a le- The Mass Effect Legendary trailer uh, is on the YouTubes. Go check it out. I'm pumped. May, May 18th, May 17th, May 16th, May 18th, something. 
May 10th. Let's there go, we go May 10th. Um, yeah. So that, May 18th, that, 2021. That trailer came out. Trailer. So go check it out. But the uh, the butts aren't going to be as great as they once were. <laughs> so. Sorry, boys. Uh, yep. They are going to be changing some of the angles that some of the cutscenes were filmed uh, going forward. So there's that. Anyways. Yep, he's still got near automata, so still look up skirts. He get achievements for that. <laughs> get something out of it. So that's the news, bruh. All right. Uh, games coming out this week. There's not much. The biggest one is going to be Super Mario 3D World uh, plus Bowser's Fury. That's the Bowser's Fury part is the new part, correct? Right. And it's like a whole new game, I hear. I heard a. I think it was kind of funny games podcast or something. And they were talking about like, this is like a fourth type of Mario game. Okay. I, I feel like so far I like most of the types of Mario games. So right. <laughs> the uh, 3d platformers are good. Mario 64. And you, was cat. Good. and you can what? You get to be a cat. Okay. And I can be a cat. Sweet. Uh, but that, that comes out February 12th, uh, which is Friday uh, on the switch. Um, Little Nightmares 2 is out February 11th. That's a game that I've heard of, so we'll talk about it. Did Spooky. you play the first one at all? No, dude. Little Nightmares? Does that sound like something I would play? Well, to be fair, it was like a 2D side-scrolling like puzzler game. Scary game. I don't know that it's scary. I think you could probably get through it. Ronan, uh, you're in chat right now. Would Moose be scared of a game like Little Nightmares? <laughs> More uncomfortable than scary. Well, there you go. So you just might see some messed up stuff. It's not jump scares. It's not like trying to play Resident Evil 7. <laughs> Dude, I got TikTok for seeing messed up stuff. The- <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those are your those are your two big games for the week. Uh, other than that, just a bunch of other stuff I haven't heard of. So, Contract Killers on the Switch on the eighth. There you go, fun. Um, games with gold. Currently, you've got Gears Five up until the twenty eighth of this month, alongside the first Resident Evil uh, for OG Xbox. This is going until the fifteenth, so still another week for this. Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. PlayStation Plus, you have Destruction All-Stars, Control Ultimate Edition, and Concrete Genie. Three games that are worth downloading for sure. Well, I think. I actually don't know anything about Construct or Destruction All-Stars. Um, but it seemed like it could be fun. So, might download it. How about you? Mm, maybe. We'll see. All right. Cool. Great. Let's plug this thing up. Streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast has links to everything below. That's the Discord where we all hang out, chat, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Apple, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It's not called iTunes anymore. Chocolate used to yell at me all the time because it wasn't iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Whatever you want. He's not here, dude. It's a new day. Head over to iTunes Podcasts. (laughs) Rate, review, do all those fun things. Uh, This week's episode was our VIP episode. If you want to be more like blade and win yourself some monies you can either head over to patreon.com slash cag podcast become a patron there or twitch.tv slash cross atlantic gaming if you're a sub there uh if you're subbing both places buy two get one free and get yourself an extra entry into the drawing uh so congrats to blade and uh shout out to everybody who supports us one way or the other you guys are great appreciate you all twitter and instagram we are at cag podcast and then lastly if you need to reach out via email for anything, cagpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find me, I'm at Risky the Kid Everywhere. Moose, how about you? Moosenstein, 8314, all places. All righty. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. Catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Peace.
buddy keeps asking me to blow cool air on him when he gets hot, and I don't like it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm going to help the boys out this month because it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to do some pickup lines. Oh, so, boy. <laughs> are you nervous. single men? Listen up here. First one is, uh, do you believe in first sight? Or should I walk by again? <laughs> Nothing? Okay. Yeah. That's cheesy. How about, I never understood why everybody called me a, fl- a snowflake until today, but I've fallen for you. <laughs> I don't know if that's how I would want to start that uh, introduction to a nice lady. but. <laughs> Baby, if you were words on a page, you'd be fine print. <laughs> These aren't going to get better, are they? 